Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for this Tuesday, April 23rd. And did you watch the self-driving event at Tesla yesterday? Did you? Okay. So answer me this. If you uh, watch that, like me, do you think that uh, the entire world changes within a year? Like completely, utterly changes within a year. And here's why I say that. So the basic thing that they talked about was the fact that they have cracked this most difficult task of self-driving. And I'll go into some of the details in a minute, but just stick with me a second. If you really have cracked that, if you can really have fully autonomous cars, then everything about Western society, well, not everything, but so much of what Western society is based on is energy and transportation. Energy, transportation, and uh, the internet and data, right? So he's saying basically he's taken energy and transportation and fundamentally flipped it on its head. That with fully self-driving vehicles that are owned by Tesla, that are run with renewable energy, he solved about uh, five of the most important problems in a capitalist Western society. All because they have, as he says, solved the self-driving issue. So let me go into it in summary. They had a lot of technical people come out and said, here's our hardware. We basically have this uh, hardware that uh, we can pop out the old computer, which is NVIDIA, the hardware 2.5, very fast, but nothing compared to the new Tesla computers, which has two Tesla chips specifically made from the ground up to do autonomous driving. He said specifically this, NVIDIA is really good, but they're disjointed because they're making some video game stuff over here and they're trying to make a computer over here for cars and they're trying to make some stuff for your PC over here. But Tesla now, for the last three years, has had one focus and they got the best, smartest chip makers in the world and said, make a chip that does the stuff we need for autonomous driving and nothing but that. Don't, we're not going to do video games on this thing. We're not using it for anything else. Just make it for that. Optimize for that. And so they've done it and it is... 20 times faster, sometimes much more fast than the prior chipset. And we also have the best neural net people. And they've come along and taken this chip, and uh, they are now creating these neural nets, which are learning. Learning from humans, and learning from other computers. And we have this huge data set called hundreds of thousands, and soon over a million cars, that are now just pouring data into these neural networks. These neural networks are then speaking to the software that is now uh, in all of these cars and being upgraded constantly. And we're at that part of the curve where you're seeing not linear growth, but exponential growth in inputs and therefore in capacity. And so you put all this special source together. We've now got the chipset. We've now got the cars. We've now got the neural nets. We are as Elon has said, game, set, and match. We are so far ahead of everybody else that they're not going to be able to catch up for a long, long time. That full self-driving, and he said it one more time, full self-driving, they're going to be able to do by next year. Full self-driving, they will be able to do it. They'll feature complete any situation, New York, London, Australia, full self-driving. That's what they say they're at today. And those computers and that software And that hardware is in every single car coming off the line now. So as of 10 days ago, 3s, S and X, everything has the new Tesla chipset. And it has already the cameras and it has the arrays. And the neural networks are there and improving all the time. And as every single car goes out into the world, that neural net just gets stuffed with more and more 
and more information to learn and it's at the exponential part of the curve. So I'm still freaking out if this is true. Okay, I always have to say that if this is true. But Elon specifically addressed that. I know that you all think I'm full of it, but let's go through the history here. We made the Roadster. We made an electric car that everybody said nobody's going to buy. They bought them. They sold out. Then we said we can make a sedan version of this at much less price, and uh, it's going to be a really great car. That was in 2012. They made it. It's become the most sold luxury vehicle in almost every single market. And he noted, and I think this is true, that the 2012 version of the Tesla Model S is still better than any other luxury car built today. And so he goes through this history, this litany of everybody says Elon is a shyster, that he's full of crap, that he can't possibly do it. And we did it, and we did it, and we did it, and we did it in space, and we did it with the cars, and we did it with Tesla Energy, and we brought down the price of all these things, and we got to Model 3, and I get it, it's not really a mass market car, it's still a pretty expensive car, but this is all timeline stuff, we did it, there's not one of these major things that I said we were going to do that we haven't done. Yes, I've been off by the timelines a little bit, but we did it. And here he is talking about autonomous driving, saying that we are so far ahead of everybody else. We are so much better than everybody else because we made the right bets. Some of the right bets they made were you have to make your own silicon so that um, the neural network people can talk to the hardware people, can talk to the software people, can talk to the car people. Once you have that full integration there, you're just much better than everybody else. They have that. Other people don't. They've decided that you don't do LiDAR. You do passive photons. You use the same stuff that humans use. They're eyeballs. And using those passive photons, you can do everything you need to do to get better than a human once the humans help train these neural networks. And once you have hundreds of thousands, millions, and then billions of miles that is constantly training, you just are better than everybody else. So again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm freaking out. Now, I'm still in the reality distortion field because... Once you have an event like this, then you have the naysayers come in and they naysay away. And I think that's important to filter through that and listen to that and then say, but is that true? Because there's a lot of people out there that are short sellers that just say, blah, blah, and Tesla bad, Tesla bad, Tesla bad. And they have been doing that for a very long time and they'll continue. But I do want to hear from the smart people saying, well, hang on, here are some of the real issues that Tesla is going to have. Now, the implications of what they're saying go like this. Any car built today, Tesla Model 3, S and X, has this array, has everything it needs, hardware, software, neural nets. So uh, then feature complete by the end of the year and by next year, fully self-driving capable in basically any circumstance, right? Then you have to get the regulators to say, okay, once they do that, then Tesla can go into areas and say, here is the network of cars. These cars are electric. They are constantly being improved. They have a million-mile drivetrain. They have electric motors that are you know, going to last for a million miles. And starting next year, the batteries are going to have a million-mile rating as well. Right now, they're 300 to 500,000 miles. They need almost no maintenance, and they're also continuing to tweak that so that they'll need less and less maintenance. So now you have the robocar. You'll have that car of the 22nd century. You'll have an electric, renewable energy-driven car that needs almost no maintenance, that will go for a million miles, that can fully self-autonomously drive, and the cost of that car to drive people around will be a fraction of what it costs Uber and Lyft to do. But you don't need to charge that fraction. You can just charge, say, half the price. 
And if you charge half the price, everybody will use it and there'll be a large profit margin. For Tesla that runs that rideshare network and only Tesla cars will be allowed on that rideshare network and you, the person who owns the car. So instead of Tesla having to build a million cars to put on its rideshare network, the genius of this is Mel Herbert buys a car and he says, I'm not using it most of the time. I'll just put it on the network and it'll drive around in an Uber and Lyft-like fashion and just send me money. And all I have to say is make sure my car's there at four o'clock when I want to go home. So your car becomes an appreciating asset. Your car, they say by their numbers, will make about $10,000 a year. So you can go and buy your Model 3 and it can pay for itself. Your out-of-pocket in the end will be zero. And then after the payoff period, say four or five years, then for the next four or five years, it is a profit center. It is making you money. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if all of this stuff is true, then the revolution, which was, many people said, 10 to 20 years away, starts next year. It raises so many questions, and we'll get into this for the rest of the week, because I think, I hope that we're going to look back as that was the event when the world changed. Because not only will you buy a Model 3 because it would be stupid to buy anything else, as Elon said, it would just be insane to buy anything else because every other car depreciates. This car is going to make you money. You'll put in 50000 and you'll get out 300000 Of course, why would you buy any other car? The car will be safer than you or any other driver. Why would you buy any other car. And then I would add to that, at some point, uh, why would you buy a car? Because you can just have the Tesla network on your phone. And today I want a pickup. A pickup comes. Today I want an X. Along comes the X. I just need a little three today. Here it comes. And I can ride around at much less price. So if I don't have $50,000 to buy a car, why would I even bother? I'll just use the way cheap rideshare network. And then if Uber and Lyft try to compete and they drop their prices because you have such margins because of the self-driving, because of the uh, million miles on the battery, the million miles on the drivetrain, they drop it by half. You drop it by half even again because you have so much margin, you can go all the way down. They cannot compete with you. They just can't. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we will talk about this as the week goes on. And I'll clip in some of the Elon audio. But if they can pull this off... And if they can pull it off even close to the time frame they're talking about, there's just been a fundamental transformational change in Western society. And that sounds grandiose and bizarre, but if it is true, then first of all, Tesla will not be able to make cars fast enough. Everybody will want a Tesla. It'll be renewable. Then Elon will have done that thing that he made Tesla for, which is to radically accelerate renewable transport but with implications that are far more than just driving around electric cars. Now the electric cars drive themselves. Now I don't even need to buy a car because there's this network. But if I do buy a car, it'll actually be an appreciating, not a depreciating asset. And all the other car manufacturers just are so far behind, they could all die if they're not very, very careful. The only thing that could save them, if what he says is true and if they pull it off, is that Tesla simply doesn't have the manufacturing capacity to build the hundreds of millions of cars that need to be built within the next few years. If they can find that capacity, then everybody is in serious trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is freaking me out. Did this just happen? I guess the only thing to do is continue to talk about it and see uh, where the real issues are. But ultimately, we have to wait a year or two to see. But we'll know before then, as this full self-driving hardware gets fed new software 
will note incrementally, oh, this is happening. This is happening. My car is better. My car is better. It doesn't drive like a drunk 16-year-old like it does right now. It drives like an 18-year-old, a 22-year-old, like a pretty good driver, like a great driver, like a way better driver than I am, like I should stop driving now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the show is Elon Daily. I'm freaking out. I'll talk to you more and more.